Hey, babe. What's up? Do you like cornflakes? I do like cornflakes, yes. So you've had them before, right? Yes, I've eaten plenty of them. Plenty of them. So did they ever stop you from masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Going There podcast. I am Kim, and this is my amazing husband. And strong and good looking. Yes, yes, all those. <laughs> well, I'm Chris, and we are husband and wife, parents of three amazing kids, co-pastors of Journey Church in Newport News, Virginia, and ketogenic coaches. We want to bring you guys along for the fun as we dive into topics not touched from the pulpit. On the Going There podcast, we will be sharing in full transparency about marriage, sex, and faith. And did I mention sex? We are going there. Nothing is off limits. With 20 years of ministry experience and 18 years of marriage and three kids, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the really good. The Going There podcast can be found on all your favorite podcast platforms, as well as Facebook and Instagram. You can also find us at goingtherepodcast.com. So go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and get a new episode every Wednesday. Go ahead and like us and share on Facebook and Instagram, because we are going there. Well, guys, welcome back to the Going There podcast. We are excited to have you back. And we are touching on a topic that is not going to be talked about in your pulpits at your local churches. Um, More than likely not. But it's the topic of masturbation. And we realized that last week, as we were going through our our episode on high desire and low desire, there came a moment where we were talking about... Uh, you know, standing on your own two feet and being yeah. your own person and not taking it as personal rejection if the lower desire isn't in the mood necessarily in, in, in the particular right. night. And so I made the statement, well, you know, to be able to look over at your spouse and say, hey, if you're not in the mood and, and you're okay with it, would you, you know, would you be okay with me masturbating? And um, and we realized you that, actually said like and, I'll just take care of business. Oh yeah, or I think something like, like that. that. <laughs> I'll just you, I'll just go ahead and take care of business. Yeah. Um, and we realized, and I think Kim brought it up as a as a good point that that's probably a trigger word for a lot of things. It's a trigger subject for yeah. a lot of couples, or maybe even a subject that a lot of couples haven't even tackled yet. Right. Especially and, if you um, grew up obviously in church culture and all of that, for sure. Particular, yeah, certain, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about masturbation. Yeah. And that little intro that Kim had was kind of funny, actually. Um, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. This is so funny, y'all. Is the one who actually created cornflakes. Somehow, this guy thought that there was a, there, <laughs> evidently there was a sexual. Uh, epidemic going on. There was a masturbation palooza happening oh in this culture. Right. And Dr. John Harvey Kellogg felt like the one way that we could curb masturbation, which would just bring morality back to our country, um, was to create cornflakes. And so I don't know where he got the magic <laughs> formula for crushed right. cornmeal baked into chips or whatever. Uh, that would that would cause us to stop masturbating, but I've eaten plenty of bowls of cornflakes in my life, and I don't think that it actually did the did, job. Did nothing so. for you, huh? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and then also there is a, a guy named Reverend Sylvester Graham, and this is another one. He was a contemporary of of, of Kellogg, and and he created crackers. He said, "Look, cornflakes isn't working out. People are still doing the thing. They're still." <laughs> Spanking their monkey, beating their meat, whatever the the thing is that they're doing, they're still doing it. So we need to figure out something else. So he creates, <laughs> he creates um, graham crackers. Ah, uh, that just like ruins like graham crackers. It ruins no all more the, s'mores, y'all. 
I don't know. I, I think it was strategic. Maybe the youth pastors back in the day knew right. that graham crackers were, were meant to curb masturbation. And so that's why they had them at every bonfire that right, we had, right? right. Was, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the that's case. That's hilarious. That's crazy, isn't it? These little things that, that happen over, you know, years and years ago, obviously, that are, like, supposed to be the magic trick that stops everything. This is the answer that's going to cure this. Is just like, what in the and, world? And having just such an unhealthy aspect of sexuality or having yeah. this uh, this unhealthy uh, understanding of sexuality. Fear, almost. Uh, yeah. A fear of it. Yeah, a fear of sexuality, yeah. which is God-given. Your sexuality is God-given. Yeah. And having such a, a, a fear of it, having a, going back to what we've talked about before, having that dualistic mindset yep. that... You know, that, that mindset that says physical is bad and spiritual is good. And right. so somehow sex, because it's physical at right. some level, even though it's God given and it's used for procreation, uh, it's still kind of bad. And so, you know, it gets this bad rap. And then you get these crazy things like, well, John Kellogg creates Kellogg's and Sylvester Graham creates Graham crackers. And in the 40s, doctors are creating vibrators because women are dealing with hysteria because oh, they're being goodness. sexually yeah. pent up and they're not being able to release. And, right. and y'all didn't know that. Y'all can go research that too, right? Yeah, research So that. anyways, <laughs> so... But, I just think of how many drugs could be like set aside if so many things were taken care right. of properly. <laughs> so, so we look at so we're looking at this topic of masturbation, and you know I have a little little research study here. It's research studies show that ninety eight percent of men masturbate, and the other two percent, uh, they're liars. They're they're liars. <laughs> so okay, actually, real research shows that about ninety percent of men. And 50% of women have masturbated uh, mm -hmm. to orgasm. Right. Um, it is a topic that is often associated, anything really sexual. And it's sad because the church has done such a horrible job at this, yeah. right? But anything sexual in context gets lopped into humanism, right? It's like this humanistic, you know, secular, secular thing or whatever. Secular. I would think would go more for it, yeah. And so it gets pushed off that way, yeah. and and so you know that the topic of masturbation, there's no shortage of literature out there that right. condemns it from Christian from a Christian perspective, and really, um, really just poorly. Uh, I, I call it eisegesis, reading your reading yeah. your own interpretation of the scripture, pulling right. scripture out of context, and trying to make yeah. it say something that it doesn't say. Um, in regards to that, so they would say, well, it's, it's masturbation sinful and, and it's, it's sinful and there, and we're going to get into unpacking a lot of this tonight, right. um, or today, but they, they look at it as like, well, it's sinful, right? Cause it's fornication or it's sinful cause it's lopped in with adultery. Right. And, and really the Bible doesn't say anything. Right. It doesn't hit on it at all. About masturbation. Right. It doesn't say anything about masturbation. Um, and I know silence isn't the best indicator to build, you know, solid theology on from the Bible. You know, if it doesn't say something, you know, say, well, that doesn't say, therefore it's not. But right. I think going back to it is the bigger question is, is, is what, what about it is, uh, so bad, you know, go, go right. back to what about it is so bad. Yeah. So the Bible doesn't condemn it. Mm-hmm. At all, there's a misuse of scripture. There's a story in the Old Testament of Onan who, you in know, Genesis, the, yeah. in Genesis where the the custom then was if if you were married and and you died, 
and you're and you have brothers, your wife would be passed down to the next brother in line. I mean, right. the Pharisees brought this to Jesus, right? When they said there was a, a lady who was married to a guy and he died and she married his brother and he died and she married his brother and he died. Mm-hmm. That was the custom that they right. had. Right. And Onan wasn't trying to have no kids. And so while they were having <laughs> sex, he did that that well known uh, prevention method called the pull-out method, and he pulled out and he spilled his seed, the Bible says, all over right. the ground. And so people try to use that. How did s- it work for him? But so many people, it didn't work for him. <laughs> right. Facts. Right. How many times have we heard that? Like, I don't yeah. understand how we got pregnant. I, I pulled out. Like, yeah, okay, bro. Um, but but they even even that story of Onan, though, they try to, they try to, they try to twist that and make yeah. that about masturbation. And right. it has and nothing not, to do with masturbation. Right. We it's can more twist. about self-selfish, like, not wanting to own up to own up to to actually commit to her either because once she has his child or gets pregnant he's committed and why would he want to do that right because he was being selfish right, right? that that at that point i think right. if we're going to twist scriptures to make him say what we want to i can find a very good one to just really advocate masturbation it's in ecclesiastes oh chapter 9 verse 10 and it says whatever your hand finds to do do it with all your might oh my goodness i mean we're going to twist scripture scripture right we can we can twist it yeah, let's um, not do that, though. I don't yeah. find that to be beneficial for the body at all. <laughs> yeah. At least you think, well, these guys are crazy, and they just, you know, they're just, you know. I, I, we're kind of poking at it a little bit, right? Like, yeah. we're kind of poking some fun at this and, and, and being able to try to have some fun right. around the conversation. I do understand, though, that it does have uh, harsh or hard feelings with it, it's right? Such some a sensitive... painful feelings with yeah, it. Yeah, it's such a... I think it's a sensitive topic it's a it's a very personal topic it's a very um it's very personal for very sure. very personal so it's not something that obviously a lot of people are talking about because Mm-mm. it is so personal but it's also a trigger for many couples that have walked through um a lot of things in their own marriage from uh pornography and yeah. oftentimes for a lot of women masturbation is connected to pornography and yeah. so even the from word their itself from their husband right, yes. right, right, right. so just the word being mentioned doesn't necessarily trigger the masturbation like the word masturbation is connected directly to, to pornography, pornography. Right. and and because of that it triggers you and right. so it's the act that's that's connected to the the visual stimulation yeah. that's brought about the exploitation that, the exploitation right. that that creates this emotion Emotion and this feeling and this 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 really it's just right. a nasty feeling um, that right. so many women I know specifically obviously I'm a female so I'm talking yeah, from yeah, yeah. women that I've you know met with or talked with um, that just brings about that and it's hard mm-hmm. it's a hard conversation to have it's a it's a um, an emotional maybe I would be a best word emotional for some couples as well because of the pain or the hurt that couples have walked through because it's not been talked about it's not it's always usually secret it's it's almost always a secret particularly in christian households or christian families it's like a secret thing that you just don't talk about or or you're warned about right on the front end right you're right though it's associated with pornography because that's what pornography is pornography is a masturbation economy right so it's like produced to like literally it's produced for a self pleasure yeah and and so that there's there's truth to that i think like you said the hurt comes though when in when masturbation and and often for men it's attached to pornography yeah is carried into the marriage yes. and it's carried into the marriage in secret yeah. right and it's a part of a it's part of the the husband's life mm-hmm. um long before the wife is usually a part of his life right um 
pornography and masturbation, or yeah. at least masturbation. Not all mm-hmm. guys struggle with pornography, but right. according to all these studies, there it's more than not, it's right? It's connected, yeah. And so it's something that's not talked about, right? Because, again, it has that, that um, uh, just that it, it's just not accepted, right? Right, it, right. It's just not accepted. Or it's just looked at as, like, shameful. Like, if you do this, it's shameful, or, or you're dirty, or you're, you know... I don't know, like perverted, whatever, right. versus actually being able to talk about it and and understand, you know, why you are doing, why are you actually just masturbating, not even talking about the porn issue now, right. but why are you doing that and walking, like understanding that is helpful because there's desires there and there's a natural release your body has. Um, Absolutely. That, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously for men, like if it, it, it can be, it could happen at night in your sleep, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't, there's a release that's going to yeah. happen. So I think being able to discuss that more in this, the area of masturbation is helpful. And for women to be educated about it as well, because I think, I mean, I know when I was growing up, that wasn't something we talked about. It wasn't something you no. were aware of. I, no. I think we were aware that like guys do it. Right. And it was like always these running jokes that you hear, you know, at school or joking around with your girlfriends or joking around you know, about guys, but it wasn't something that was like, well, this is something that girls do too. Mm -hmm. And this is how, you know, how you can explore or any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. It was just like this dirty little secret that guys have. And often too, if, if you're, if you're, you know, when you're younger too, if you're exploring yourself or you're, Mm -hmm. you know, because every kid figures out they have pleasure parts. I mean, every, (laughs) it does not matter. You watch any little boy, he finds it very early on. Yeah. And then he he can't keep his hands off of it, you know? And then, you know, but, but girls, a lot of girls are the same way. They discover yeah. there's a pleasure part very yeah, early and on. Yeah, you start and so, leaning up against stuff. And, yeah, you know, I'm like, get just... off the arm of the chair. <laughs> Jeez. Um, you know, but... Right. But but I think, though, based around that moment of, of self-discovery, and then at some point between that point and the reaction of parents or the reaction of family members, the reaction of uh, of people yeah. around you if there's a if there's an overreaction or there's a shame that's associated with it then yeah. then you grow up with this shame that surrounds the, the yeah. thing and so even though you're drawn to it because you have sexual desires and you you're curious and you you begin to explore there's mm-hmm. always usually guilt and associated with yeah. with masturbation right yeah. because it's a shameful thing that you really shouldn't be doing even though you kind of have a desire to to do that right right, right. um I think though too. So like, I think going back to, you know, talking about it in marriage, right? Yes. Talking about your marriage is it's an important thing to do, and yeah. we we said this very early on. One of the, I think one of the first episodes of our our podcast, we talked about. Um, I had mentioned, you know, one of the things I wish somebody had encouraged us to do, right, um, would have been to share our our sexual story or sex story yeah. with one another and yeah. when i when i say that i'm not talking about like sharing every sexual experience and thing that you thought that you've had right but just how were you introduced to sex yes. what did sex look like in your household growing up how right. what was the conversation what was the climate what was the atmosphere right. like when were you exposed if you were exposed to pornography when were you exposed to pornography early right. on i mean like you know it took years and years and years for for me to be able to be open with you and say man i remember when i when i did that i was yeah like 
12 years old and right. found a magazine in the garage at my house and right. hid it under my bed and you know and right. and that but that took years and it's yeah. like there's so much shame that's surrounded around it but i think being able to share that with one another what does yeah. that look like and that's a hard thing a vulnerable thing to do right absolutely because you're going to want you're 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 going to wonder am i going to be condemned by obviously for me for years that's kind of how i was right i right. i feel like man if you knew anything about my past like that right um or what i was doing like that would be you would condemn me and you right. wouldn't want to be with me and you wouldn't love me and you wouldn't x y right. and z and da, 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 da. <laughs> yes. all the stories all, all the, the scripts you, you run there. right yeah. right in your head so yeah. being able to have that that relationship or that communication that yeah. openness to be able to conversate and talk about it um i think that's the big thing so like right. is it so going back to is it <clears throat> excuse me is it a sin there's no scripture that really talks about it. i think what's the right. context of it right so what is the context of of it does is it a sin um you mean with masturbation or is it a sin what are you what are you going yeah like is the act of masturbation a sin. Oh, okay, okay. And I think it surrounds the context of it. I right. think, you know, God gave you body parts right. that are utilized for pleasure, right. right? And so for you, you're going to find that one day. And I think it's foolish to be able to like, okay, you see it now. Don't ever touch it again until you get married, right? Right. I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> like, that's some serious self-control, Yeah. right? Right. And, um, and, and so is it a sin? I don't think it's a sin. I don't right. think it's a sin. I think it. We. I think it can become a sin. I was like, when would you say it yeah. becomes a sin? I think then? it can become a sin. Right. Um. When it's it's attached to pornography. Right. I think when you write, because the reality is fornication, fornication or, or adultery. You know, we're we're called to to um give an account. You know, we're called to a level of accountability yeah. for our thought life. Yes. And Jesus said adultery. Um, doesn't begin when the physical act happens. Absolutely. It begins in your heart. In your heart and yeah. so there's that sliding scale that, that adultery manifested outwardly is adultery that's meditated on inwardly, and, yeah. right? Um, and so and, and fornication plays a role in that. Mm -hmm. Usually it's interchangeable. Adultery and fornication are interchangeable in the right. Bible. So I think that it becomes sin when we direct these sexual desires externally to things like pornography, which right. are really you're using... Uh, you're, you're exploiting people. You're yeah. you're you're not walking. We talked about walking in love. Yes. Right. Yeah. That that the fruit of sin is the absence of love right. and love towards God, love towards ourselves, or love towards another. Others, yeah. And so if we're utilizing pornography in that way, right. um, then that's walking not in love towards others, right. really not in love towards yourself, or, or not in love towards, towards God. Yeah. Right? So. I think that's when it can become sin. I think right. it, um, I think it becomes sin when if you're in a relationship and and you're hiding it from your spouse yeah. and you're keeping it from from your spouse. I, yeah, that's that can become sin because you're 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 taking uh, you know this this sexual desire or energy and you're and you're confining it to yourself and right. not sharing it with your spouse. Right. right. Um, you know, and you want to definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, yeah, there's so much here. No, I just unpack it. Yeah, yeah, I think there's so much here because it, it is. When it's in secret, I think that is, you said it could become sin. I think it, it, I is, think sin. it is sin. No, I think it is sin. When it's done secret. in secret yes. because it, it doesn't leave room for intimacy in your marriage. Mm -hmm. It eliminates the intimacy that's between the two of you and it takes it elsewhere, which means your your attention is no longer on your spouse. It's on yourself that's and so on good, someone yeah. else or something else. Yeah. Um, 
and that is no longer um, building intimacy in your marriage. So I think if you're able to bring your spouse in on that, and this is where it gets kind of hard because it's so it's because because for I don't know based on what your age is this is a very personal thing it's been a you and you You time for years so it's not something that you've experienced or you've even invited your spouse in on probably yeah yeah. and so it's a very vulnerable spot to put yourself in but it's so worth it and it it it's freeing when you get to that spot. But when you invite your spouse in on this, then I believe that's when you're not in the, the I guess, the sinful state, the, the acting in, you know, in, in that spot where you're going towards sin, I guess. Yeah, well, say, and, right? and too, it, yeah, like you said, it, it can create, when you invite your spouse in on it, it can create intimacy. So they yes. can, that the But there of, has to be some, probably based on where you're at in your relationship, there may be healing that has to happen. Sure. If this is something that's been prolonged in secret, yeah, it's I not don't like think just I, all of a sudden jumping yeah. into this relate like this conversation. Of, oh, hey, by the way, yeah. I want to welcome you into this. I've actually been doing this for umpteen right, years, right, right, right. And yeah. now I'd like you to yeah. join me. Yeah. Uh, hold on, yeah. like Those stop conversations, the break. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There <laughs> so there's a lot of conversations that may happen. There's you know maybe some healing that will get you to the spot of of inviting your spouse into that probably, that's, a, that's for sure. such a great point right because guys don't always think right like they're like oh this makes a lot of sense like okay oh this i, I need to share this with my my spouse hey look listen to this podcast now let's 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 incorporate masturbation into our relationship and the wife's gonna be like yeah yeah that's not gonna happen bro no because like, no, there's a lot of conversations that go yeah. i mean that word was a trigger for me for for a long yeah, time yeah and so it took years to be able to like be like just because of what just I was have taught, just to have conversation around it. Right, right. What I was taught, how right. it was portrayed from from the culture, books, from church, from yo, books the amount that I've read. of books that we've read yes. over the years yes. that that quote advocate godly relationships. They put so much shade on sexuality. First of all, there's so many of them that that are recommended out there right now. You'd find in like old Lifeway bookstores or whatever, oh, and it's yes. like it is. It is just. It's horrible, man. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, the the overarching theme is, you know, the 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 needs of the man must be met. W- women, you would Ladies, do good. Ladies, yeah, you let me let good. you know that you have needs too that <laughs> yes. need to be met. Absolutely, okay? guys, your wives have needs that need to be met. Now you can go ahead. No, go. no, that's true. But like, so many <laughs> of the books put such an emphasis on the sexual needs of the man and yes. not so much on women, right? Because men really have these sexual needs and desires, and women that's really more emotional. No, women have sexual needs and desires too. Yeah, man, the re the look the fact that a guy can come one time and and usually that's it before the refractory period happens and the fact that a woman can come 15 times is so unfair but it should let you know that your wife has needs as well yeah yeah Yeah, Um, because i know there's so many books that i've read and 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 i know there's been books that you've read you're like oh i got this this amazing like like freedom set me free i read (laughs) this one thing and i'm like yeah i didn't get that from that book at all and then i go back and i'm like i see why i didn't get anything from that book because it was talking about oh well your husband he has higher desire maybe and so you should give him quickies and you should you should basically just be willing to be there to do that and it says nothing about my desire whatsoever for my intimacy oh Uh, we read one book we were we were skimming back through with these stacks of books we were skimming through and stuff and revisiting and one book was talking oh it was so horrible man it was talking about if your husband struggles with porn um then you should be more open to giving him quickies and that would help curb his that's a christian book y'all 
it, it would help curb his appetite for porn because yes. really when he goes to porn, it's a very quick thing. Well, the reason it's quick is because there's so much shade that's thrown around. I mean, guys are masturbating right. the point, porn in the bathroom right. and they're trying to knock it out in three minutes. No guy's sitting in the bathroom for 45 minutes watching porn. They're not having a long lovemaking session in the bathroom. That's a very quick. <laughs> well, I mean, they might be. You don't know. Nah, but I mean. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> No, that's a quick thing in and done, which yeah. which we can talk about another time about how that just kind of you know propagates uh, you know premature ejaculation. But yeah, but um, yeah, but no, like that's not that that makes no sense. You know, right? Give it puts your all the pressure quick, yeah. on a woman Absolutely. to make sure that your need gets met, and your need literally, like, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny, but a guy's need can be met very quickly. Yeah. But it's like that doesn't cultivate intimacy. No, and, it doesn't. You're right. And yeah. it's like. For a woman, her need's not right. going to be met right. as quick as a guy's need is. Man, it's a 20-minute warm-up session, man. Right. Like, <laughs> you got to be willing to go for the long haul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not all the time. But, no. yes, yeah. I think and that... And there's room for quickies. But not yes. to, not as a result, not as a means to get your husband off porn. That's just garbage. Right. That's or to bad. keep him from masturbating. Like, that's... Yeah, it's that's like, just... it's... That's... I think that's where we don't take ownership of our own selves. Yeah. Like, and that's going back to, you know, is it right or is it wrong? It's not right when it's done in secret. It's not right when it's exploiting others. And so it's like, yeah. I can't control what you're doing yeah. by giving you more because, you know, it's literally, it's a it's an act. Those are acts when you're doing those that are done because of... I would say sometimes it's a quick, it's less energy involved. There's no, okay, yeah, so that's a good point, right? So for, for guys particularly, um, there is no, there is zero emotional involvement mm -hmm. in masturbating to, to pornography. There's zero right. Right. emotional involvement, but right. there is emotional involvement in, in making love to your wife, having sex yes. with your wife. Yes. And sometimes guys get into a place where, uh, stress from work or, or all these other things begin to pull on their mental energy, their right. their emotional energy. And so the idea the the idea is well this is a quicker way to relieve stress and to and that's true. You know, masturbation has a tendency to relieve stress. Yeah. I, or I should say having an orgasm, right, yeah. has the tendency to relieve yeah. stress. If you're having sex before you go to before you guys go to bed at night, you know, man, after you have sex and you both have come, man. You can go to sleep pretty right. quickly. Right. I mean, depending on how much caffeine you've had the night right. that night. Right. But and I'd say it's the same for a female. Like it's right. it's a stress reliever, like you said, for yeah. both. Absolutely. But but guys will get into the habit of like, oh, I'm just so mentally drained. I need to I need to figure out a way to decompress, and so I'll, I'll go masturbate to mm -hmm. to this thing and decompress, and it right. takes no time at all, and right. there's no emotional investment in it, and so. That that becomes that's where we talk about it that just becomes takes the, away from the marriage. Yeah, that's it takes away from the marriage. The it's not issue. directed towards the spouse, right. and that's where you know it goes back to is it's, it does it become sin? I absolutely you know right. I think that's the case for sure. Yeah. Um, but the idea of secret versus open, I know we're trying to trying to keep this in the flow, but the idea versus secret secret versus open is important. And I think when you're in a in a relationship, the more open you are yeah. in your relationship about your desires and about your needs and about your your ideas and and even fantasies, things that you you have. And we'll hit on that right. another night, but another time. But even those things, the more open you are, the more vulnerability presents itself. And you can't have intimacy without vulnerability. Yeah. You just can't do it. And this all works really good early in your relationship when you come out the gate. Like, hey, it's well, like, here are all these things. The longer you're in your relationship, it's it's a little harder to, like, jump in and be like, hey, and by the way, 
it's just you just at some point though gotta go there. You do. You gotta go there and you gotta be willing to share like, hey, you know, let's have some conversations around intimacy, around desire, around. I think too, because I look back at us like even even early on, right? So I look back at us like I, I question like sometimes could we have handled that conversation one on one? Like could we have been? Could we have handled that conversation? Um, early on in the marriage, and I don't, I don't know about desire. No, about I'm talking about masturbation, masturbation early on. Yeah, no, because we were still, I was still very much. I think we were both still very much into how, how like I, I, and, I idolized you, right? Okay, and I, I did. I, I idolized you, and there mm-hmm. were elements like we've talked about this before, where you were like, you had me on the pedestal, and yes, it's like yes, you, yes, so. Okay. So like, there's this whole like we don't want to lay each other down. We yeah. kind of have this this you know absolutely this this facade of what it looks like to be a good Christian and, right. and we we got to up. But I think like could we have handled that possibly? Mm-hmm. But man, going back to like we had talked about before is is finding people who can speak into your life, people yeah. that you can trust and talk with, people yep. who can help coach you, you know, marriage mentors if that yes. if that's the case. Finding yeah. people who are just doing this longer than you have yeah. to be able to have those conversations. And right. obviously, you know, grace based is huge, you know, right. but but I think that I would have loved to have had. I would have loved to have had us now coaching <laughs> us when we were younger right we were like oh babies <laughs> oh yeah 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 no but i think but that's a thing and i yeah. think so but i do think you're right though right so it has to start it has to start you somewhere. have to start somewhere right? yeah and but it, it seems very like i guess the word's daunting or like yeah. a little ner- like ooh, a little nervous about what that would even look like especially the longer you've been married right but it can be so fun too yeah absolutely <laughs> It can be so much fun. Yeah. Um, the the idea too, like when when it comes to you know masturbation in your relationship. I mean, we can spend a lot of time on this, but when when it comes to like masturbation in relationship, mm-hmm. knowing yourself, right, and yeah. and having your spouse know you, and you know you, and you being able to show your spouse what it is that you like, and being able to show your spouse where right. to touch and how to touch and how much pressure to apply and what, right. you know, that's such a huge thing, man, right. because we go into this idea, like, you know, and, and the way we do do this whole thing is you don't know anything going into right. it as Christians, that's just as Christians. <laughs> yeah. We come from a Christian perspective, guys, so church culture, so, so people who are listening to this that weren't raised in church, y'all are like, man, y'all are slow on the uptake, but look, church culture, man, is... It, is it's very sheltered. Yeah. So, but you, <laughs> but this whole church culture thing, man, you go into this relationship not knowing anything, and the whole adage is, well, y'all will figure it out. Well, you it, go in acting like you don't know anything, at least. Because not everybody doesn't know anything. Sure. You yeah, see, yeah, you yeah, you've right, seen right, stuff, right. Oh, you're yeah, just yeah. not willing to yeah. say. So you have all these thoughts of what you want to happen, but you can't say you want it to happen, because then my <laughs> right, spouse then, is going to know, holy right, crap, right, I know right, more than right. I should know, because we should be exploring together. Right. And so you're kind of like pushing slowly to have something happen, and your your spouse is like, what? What, what do you mean? Do what? Huh? Yeah, that's. Where funny. did you learn this from? I, I, I don't just, know. It just I'm came just to me. I'm just to me. I, yeah. It's just you know. It just uh, uh, what do you think? No, right. I was just joking. Anyways, just, just I was just kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it comes from that. That is the upbringing. Is is you go into it that way for sure. Yes. Like you should just all yeah, of a you sudden should... your wedding night and you should know you how should to do all of it. it. So so in a in a. Uh, I, I don't know, an upbringing where masturbation is okay, or you you 
don't have the shade that's associated with masturbation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you, you have this knowledge going into your relationship, yeah, your marriage, your marriage yeah. with like, man, I, I kind of, I know what I like and yeah. I know what, what really, it, you know. Feels as, good and doesn't feel good and Right, as pleasure <laughs> and, and I can help my spouse learn yeah. it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a huge that's a, it could be a, it could be a huge help. It could be. Yeah. I think that I think going back to this too, right? Because we're speaking as if everybody should should do this, and I think it really no. comes back down to y- your relationship. It right? comes to your relationship and where your heart's at. Like, what yeah. do you, where you feel in at? your where heart? are your values at? Where are your values at? Like, we we are only able to speak from for ourselves and give ideas or thoughts towards towards things. But if you're not there, then you don't, you don't go, you know, don't, don't go there. Well, well, I'm not saying don't go there because right. there, there could be opportunity for growth Stretching, to maybe yeah, right, right, grow, right. you yeah. know, because ultimately to see something different, you have to do something different. Come on. And so I think not being, I guess not saying never, but there can right. be times where you're like, yeah, not right now. Yeah, that's a good and point. And so that's I think there's been that's a that's a huge thing to go back to is like, well, not now, right? Maybe eventually, um, but yeah, go ahead now. No, Sorry. I was gonna say, and even asking the question, why, why not yeah. now? Like, right. why? What is it about this that that's an issue for you? Well, it's because right. of X, Y, and Z. Well, then you guys can talk it out. Well, right. no, that's not the case, or that's not the deal. And this doesn't have to be something that's done with masturbation. Doesn't have to be something that's done apart from each other no it doesn't have to be i mean obviously there's there's times where there's travel there's times where jobs take you out of there's times where you have babies there's times there's times where where it could be ultimately it's incorporated sure and i think that you just don't even think anything else about it because you're like oh okay this is good but then all of a sudden different times when it could be incorporated you 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 view it differently and so it can also be incorporated you know together it can be incorporated you know, there's so many different. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a. I mean, like I said, if it becomes the substitute for sex, then that might be an issue. Yep, like, if, absolutely. But but I don't. I mean, I don't know any guy in the last twenty years that I've counseled that says I prefer masturbation to having sex. Like, yeah. I, I don't know any guy. Like, no. Like there. That's even some of the old literature and stuff that we were we were looking over too. They were like, yeah. you know, the dangers of masturbation. If you do it, you'll want that more than sex. No, said no guy ever. <laughs> Said no guy ever, no, not at all. You know, right? Not at all, man. Right. Um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot there. There is so many different ways and directions that this can go because it does raise a lot of questions as as well, which I know, you know, we're aware of that. So I think you know, send them in if you have quite if there's something we said that raised a question, yeah. send it our way, um, because we'd like to you know, dissect that maybe a little bit more if you're wanting us to, um, because this is a very dynamic topic. I mean, it's something that's not been touched. They like, don't touch it. That's a pun. That... Is that pun intended? <laughs> All right. It's something that hasn't been touched. It hasn't oh. been touched that often. So it can go, you know, because it can go so many different ways. It's kind of like you're trying, we're trying to hit on all the little areas that we could think of. It, it could be a trigger. It can, you know, it can yeah. be, turn into a, you know, into, you know, sin. It can be great for the marriage. It, yeah, all it's of the all above, of the above. Right? So, so then the question, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to it. So maybe this is the first time that you guys are hearing uh, about this, you come up in that church culture like, well, I've never heard anybody actually 
say that it's okay. Well, there are a lot of there are a lot of people out there that, that talk about it. There are a lot of psychologists and counselors that write about it. You know, uh, yeah. Um, there's one particular Christian uh, psychologist, Archibald Hart, said this. He said the secretness and the privateness of masturbation will always remain, in my opinion, its most damaging aspect. And I, and yeah. I love that. That's a Christian psychologist who's counseling. Right. It's this whole secret thing. You're reserving, you're, you're keeping something uh, to yourself that really could be beneficial uh, yeah. in your in your relationship. And so yeah. the more, and, and even growing up, it's like if you don't ever talk about it, right? you know, if you're not talking about it with your kids and right. you're not willing to talk about it in a way that's non-judgmental right. and non-harsh and you don't have to always assume the worst and assume mm-hmm. that your kid's going to become some deviant because he's done found his penis or she's right. done found her clitoris. You know, right. you think like... If you just come at it from a non-judgmental perspective and start having open dialogue about it, yeah, um, that's better. You know, that's that's going to open up some some good communication. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, a little older they get, they may not want to have that conversation. But yeah, they get all embarrassed. They get all embarrassed about yeah. it. Anyways, we're not going to talk about that. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so. Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff that we can hit on, man. If you guys have questions, like Kim said, if you guys have any more questions. Uh, or comments, um, and, you know, and again, you can agree to disagree. Yeah. Like, don't even think like, "Hey, man, I was tracking with you guys the first six episodes, but number seven, man, we just can't jump on that." So yeah. uh, that's okay. And a couple years ago, like, you know, yeah. you know over we would have been right there ago, with you. Yeah. I would have been right there with you. So yeah. don't feel yeah. like don't feel any like, you know, whatever about. Don't feel any kind of way about that because five plus years ago, I would have definitely been like, "Eh, I'm okay now." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just push through with us and um, yeah. and give us some feedback. Give us so some give feedback. us some feedback. Email us at feedback at goingtherepodcast.com. Yes. Again, you can check the website out, goingtherepodcast.com. On the right top right hand side, there's an ask a question link. You can click it, go there. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, yes. going there podcast. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in yeah. again this week. We love and look forward to this every single week. Yes. So continue to send us your questions and your comments, and we will continue to make content, guys. Yes. So with all that said, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Yes, you can still be blessed after talking about masturbation. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.